Hey, friends, family, friends who are family, fwaf, and the odd listener who's listening that I don't actually know. Um, today's episode is me hanging out with someone that I knew almost right away when I met this person. He's just different. He's, he's different than everybody else. There's a maturity about him that was there even as a high school student when I was also in high school. Um, I don't know. I, I could identify that there was just something different. The vibes around this person was just super positive. Um, you can almost tell this guy was going to be like an amazing family man and we'll be able to do whatever he wants just because of the natural coolness and the, uh, I don't know, the positivity and the well-roundedness and, you know, caring about being nice to others and all that stuff. Warren Edwards is the guy. He's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. He's the guy I'm talking about. And we got a chance to sit down again. Um, this time face-to-face, socially, distantly, chill, people. Chill. Chill, chill, chill. Uh, we hung out in the backyard. He brought me a piece of chicken from his business, his restaurant, Island Grill GTA. It's a family biz. He's trying to do this to bring his dad back home from Edmonton. You're going to hear all about it. But he's got that chicken that you're going to want. And uh, he talks about, about how he got into the chicken business um, you know, what his uh, business model looks like and how manageable it is at, at his, as it is right now and what it's going to look like in the future, how he gets help from his family. And then he talks about his family. And I don't know, I got to tell you, like, there's been the same realization that he and I have both, you know, we, we talked before we even started recording. We had to keep saying, stop it. We got to save this for the podcast. Um, and some of it we didn't even come back around to. So, you know, we just had a good conversation that no one else got to hear. I guess those are okay too, right? Absolutely they are. Um, yeah, Warren and I just talked. And while we were talking and listening to each other, which I think is the point of a podcast, that's it, is just to talk and listen, you know, actually listen, put thought to things and say what you're thinking. Um, I came to the realization that he and I did the same kind of ridiculous exercise while we were stuck indoors for the pandemic we both started actually waking up and listening to our wives actually listening um and you hear us both talk a little bit about how now we're we're on the same page as our wives and uh it's a beautiful thing let me tell you you know being able to pull in the same direction all the time or most of the time anyway and just uh genuinely appreciating the other person's thoughts and not getting stuck in your own not not thinking or assuming that you have the right idea because oftentimes I'm wrong. And if you are fwaf, then you know I, I, I make I make bad decisions once in a while and I say the wrong thing and but I also apologize and I also, you know, try to figure it out and get it right. I'm not here to be right, I'm here to get it right. And uh, I, I think you hear that Warren's going through the same thing at home. And uh, yeah, so again, all my episodes are basically a celebration of the person that I'm talking to. And uh, I want you to give it up for my buddy, Warren Edwards. All right, so I'm chilling here in the backyard podcast studio with Warren. What's, What's going on, Warren? Nothing much, man. Just chilling. <laughs> Just chilling. All right. So uh, last time we chatted, I think uh, things were popping off, 
and you were like one of the first people I thought of just as a positive person I wanted to touch base with and just you know see what do you think of all this chaos and stuff and you know it was a well received episode lots of people listened and you know had comments and stuff Sweet but uh, I wanted to talk today about like the good shit that you're doing you know so uh, let's start off with your chicken man you brought me a piece of chicken <laughs> I'm yes, loving it it was yes. good Yes, thank you. Tell me about your uh, chicken business. All right, so basically with uh, everything kind of hidden and things shutting down, my dad has a restaurant that runs in Edmonton. So uh, I've been trying to help him out a little bit, uh, low-key trying to get him to move back to Toronto. Okay. So I asked him for his uh, jerk chicken recipe so I can, you know, uh, basically share it with people out here. Um, And from then, I just put it out there, sampled it with a couple of friends and Actually, it was really my wife's work that I sampled it. What? Say, I cooked it and sent it over there. And they're like, you need to sell this. You need to sell this. And I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. Like, I was, nah, it's not that good. You guys are really nice. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, you're just saying that because you work with my wife. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I was like, okay, let's try it. So, we set out samples to, like, really, like, I guess, family and they said it was good, so we were like, okay, let's try it out. So we've kind of just been selling it to like friends, and we've been receiving really good feedback, really, really good feedback. That's awesome, man. So where are you cooking all your food out of? Right now, I just cook it at home, yeah. Okay. So we cook it at home. Um, I use charcoal, so we cook it outside, just on the charcoal okay. barbecue. all right. Um, I bet your neighbors just love the smell of that cooking do, on the weekend, man. They do. So we've actually had the neighbors come over and be like, what are you cooking? Like, it smells so good. And uh, we've actually shared some with the neighbors um, just so that they can have a little taste. Um, and, yeah, so we do the, the, the cooking on the grill outside, obviously, and then rice and peas, coleslaw, uh, gets mixed up, obviously, inside on the stove mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Nice. Yeah. So did orders, like, start coming in slowly? Was it quick right off the hop? I go? wish. So... Honestly, our slowest, I would say, week, because I do it periodically. I only do it, like, once a month. Okay. Um, our slowest week was probably, like, the sample week, where I literally put out, like, 20 pieces of chicken, and I was like, okay, here, 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 here. If you like it, just tell your friends, let them know. Um, That's so smart, dude, to yeah, do that right off the hop before we, you even have any, like, money involved yeah, just to get it going. Yeah. And it Co- was that the Costco model? Free samples first, then I yeah, jack up the price? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um... So I had let people know that, you know, I might be thinking about doing this. So they're like, I, there was a running joke with myself and um, one of my friends because when I started barbecuing, I uh, almost burnt their house down. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They so, must love Like, you have a business cooking? Exactly. They almost killed our... Exactly, That's right? Funny. So it was funny. So that they were actually one of the people that I sent food to. <laughs> okay. So I was like, if you like it, like, make sure you tell people. They're like, you know, make sure it's not burnt, Warren. Ah. You remember what happened last time, Warren? So I was like, okay, true enough. But no, just try it out. So they did. They really, really, really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, so they started, like, you know, ordering more often. Um, they actually ordered some for their neighbors, and they liked it too. And I think that's where things kind of picked up. And because when people miss, and this was a little strategic. So when people miss out, they're waiting. It's not like, oh, it's next week. Right. right they're waiting like two three weeks before i do the they want to get order. in there they want to get that order exactly in. right so after that i went from the first week i think i had two boxes of chicken which is like 
close to like 80 to 90 pieces of chicken okay um that went out the following time that i did it so i yeah i did i did the samples and then the, the next week i sold um and then i waited three weeks and then i did again and i sold four boxes and then since then it's kind of been like two boxes every single time that i sell right so right yeah yeah, Man, so that's cool. Anywhere, yeah, basically anywhere between like eighty pieces to anywhere between like seventy to the highest was like one hundred and fifty pieces of chicken that went out, and uh, we do them by I say like quarter quarter dinners or like um, half dinners, which is like one piece of quarter chicken or two pieces of quarter chicken with a breast or something. Uh, it's or, like it's sorry, like okay. the leg, the leg and the thigh. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but someone did just recently ask for chicken breast. So I'm gonna find out a way to like incorporate that. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just been moving. People, honestly, some people don't even want the rice. They just want the chicken. They're just like, I just want chicken. Like, can you do like trays of chicken? So I started doing trays of chicken now. It's, uh, I guess sides are easy enough to get together. You know, when you get your food, like you and I sat down and had some barbecue here. Yeah. And you know, it came with fries and it's nice to have the fries and stuff, but you know, it's about the chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, I think, when you're having barbecue. Yeah. So a lot of people now is uh, I went from, I would say, like, pushing out once a month to, like, someone now it's being, like, catered. So, like, uh, barbecues, birthday parties, anniversaries, like, different things like that where they just want the chicken. And yeah. they want a large amount of it. So instead of me cooking, like, an individual meal, um, weekly now I'm doing, like, larger size, like, chicken piece orders. Right, okay. So, yeah. Nice. So, do you think there's much more room for like you to crank up your production, or? I definitely think so. Um, honestly, I really do think it's something that can be done more often. Um, if I'm gonna do that right now or not, I'm not sure. I yeah. really don't want to do it out of my kitchen. Um, I would be looking for a spot to do it out of, um, even if even maybe potentially a food truck i was just thinking to say man yeah. you got to think about a food truck yeah like even potentially a food truck yeah um because legit people are asking me almost like like this week i've had almost someone every day ask for chicken every day this week but i don't cook every day mm -hmm. right and uh these coming weeks i'm a little bit busy um, but I am making a little bit of room for like some people. So like my my sister, I'm delivering chicken to her tomorrow because it's her boyfriend's birthday. Mm -hmm. um, and then on Sunday, I had a coaches meeting. So one of the coaches, I guess the head guy, was like, "Oh, I heard about your chicken. Like, I want to taste it." So I'm bringing him some because um, he put in an order. I won't right. So he, I'm gonna make sure that you know he tastes what it tastes like, and. Uh, getting really good feedback from it mm -hmm. so and it's yeah. mostly friends and family and stuff right yeah mostly friends and family I've had a couple strangers that have uh, that have ordered from it um, and their feedback well I don't want to say I don't value anyone's feedback because I really love everybody's feedback yeah. but I think that for me at least my mindset was well they're just saying to me okay well yeah it tastes good because they know me Right. Right. Whereas you now, can't get that out of your head, exactly. right? Exactly. The elephant in, is in the room. Right. So, but my thing is, when a stranger tells me, you know, it's good or whatnot, then they don't really have anything to lose. They don't know me, nope. so they can tell me straight up, like, That's "Oh, well, right. this isn't really that it's good." It's too salty. Exactly. And they will tell you exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So that's what that's what we do. That's what I I love about it is 
everyone seems to be enjoying the food and uh, over everything I would say the, the constructive criticism that I've gotten is that it's not sp like spicy enough right and I always say well you know it's always easier to add more spice than it is to take it off yeah right so like our chicken I would say is more full of like flavor there's a little kick but it's tolerable and um, I can attest to that like I've got that like the white boy taste buds you know like i know what's hot i can deal with some hot mm -hmm. but like i know what's too hot and it isn't very much yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so i appreciated how it was flavor forward you know i could taste the flavors yes there's spice but it wasn't like it wasn't overwhelming yeah. i think that's what i said and you're yeah. like that, i've heard that before it's not yeah. overwhelming it's, yeah. it, it's like it complements the chicken it's not like it's not there to take over right yeah. and i wish i could have had like I want to say like a full meal for you because like we serve it with rice and peas and coleslaw and like gravy if people choose like you know they want yes. gravy or not right and uh just the just the like the the, the coleslaw and the jerk chicken itself is literally just like the pairing i was like ah like unbelievable like the sweetness of the coleslaw and like the spiciness of the jerk chicken is just like just match just absolute match well i right? will place so, an order man and if i'm if i'm too late i hope you can slide it up near the top just oh yeah you know. i got you don't worry. all right all right <laughs> so tell me what is your business called man what's this the chicken place called so this is called island grill gta okay um off of like piggybacking off of my dad so my dad's restaurant is called island grill edmonton yeah so i'm trying to bring uh my dad's restaurant here to toronto um so i'm really i really wanted to keep the branding the same mm -hmm. so that when and not even if but when he does come down all right that's confidence um, right yeah, um, yeah yeah it's it's easy it's an easier transition right yeah it's cool that you i was gonna say like when you said the name like what process did you go through to find out if that name was taken but like you're like that's my dad's business you know so that was nice and easy and simple yeah so that one is easy i did do a search mm -hmm. um just because his is in Edmonton, mm -hmm. right? And we're in Ontario. Provincial, so, like, exactly. Is, it, is that where, uh, so it, food is handled at the provincial level? I don't know. It all depends. So just because it's a business, it all really depends on how the person registered the business. Okay. So it could be registered federally, and if someone had it federally, then I wouldn't be able to kind of use it, um, or provincially. So if it's, say, like his island grill, and it was just registered in Alberta, I could definitely use it in Ontario because it's a different province, you know what I mean? Like, not really hitting the same people. Right. Um, it could be used, but I checked up anyways, and uh, Island Grill, there is a couple different spots in Ontario where Island Grill is being used. That's why I was like, Island Grill GTA is because uh, it's not being used, and I, I could have used Durham, but, like, I want it to be... You got to involve Toronto. You were yeah. so close. You're yeah. stupid if you don't. Right? So I wanted it to be... And honestly, like, right now, I deliver to people that are from Toronto, right? So we hit almost the West End, right? Uh, we've done Markham, Scarborough, North York, um, downtown Toronto. Nice. Yeah. Bowmanville. Curtis. Yeah. East and West. Yeah. Oshawa, obviously. Whitby. Ajax. Pickering, so like yeah, so really, pretty much the GTA, right? Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, um, and you keep saying we. And this is definitely a team effort. You definitely got some help at home. Tell me yeah. about that. So it's myself and my wife. Um, she's the coleslaw mixer, 
She does. She she handles all the coleslaw. She um she makes sure that it's known that she makes really good coleslaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? She really does. Like I can't lie. I wouldn't even make it anymore because I'm just like ah, you do it it's wrong. Not hers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so but she also helps me package everything up. Um, gets everything organized in terms of like she writes the name on the packages. Um, we have stickers, so she puts the stickers on the boxes. Um, and then because as orders come in. I write them down, and then she kind of tells me what it is that I need, uh, and we piece it together, and then we go out and we deliver. So the left hand needs the right hand, and vice versa. Absolutely. That's great, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I think with with the pandemic, we've been talking a little bit about this before we started rolling, but pandemic made me and my wife get closer by making us get too close for a little while. You know, we start, you know, getting at each other's nerves, but when you get down to it and you, you figure it out, like... You guys are on the same damn team, yeah. And I think uh, I think I just been not listening very carefully, <laughs> and I think that yeah, you're not in your head. But we talked earlier just about yeah. like same damn problem. Yes. You know, we think we have the thing in our head, yeah. but the wife might have a, a better idea. Yeah. And if we just shut up and listen to it, yeah. we can figure it out. Yeah. And it's funny because with the with the coleslaw. Um, I, I actually do have a recipe that I could use that I was I you know I kind of showed her you know you do this and um, she just kind of took it and made it her own right and like where before I would have been like no I did like I, I this isn't the way I do it but I was like you know what she feels comfortable let's see what happens right and I'm really glad that we did that because it gave her a confidence boost mm-hmm. right where you know now she wants she wants up me because I I'll be real. Like I said, like, my coleslaw can't touch hers, mm. right? Like, she makes some really, really great coleslaw. Like, to the point where I won't even, I wouldn't even look at the bag. Like, I'm like, ah, you know what? Pick up whatever one you, like, pick up whatever one it is. Like, I don't know. Mix it up. Do whatever it just is. Just don't F do, it up. Just right? keep it yeah, the same. It's keep, that good. Exactly. Just keep doing what you're doing, right? So, she, uh, she definitely, definitely, definitely put her, like, her stamp on that. And it's really definitely appreciated. So Island Grill GTA, and you're doing weekend orders mm-hmm. approximately once a month. Approximately once a month. I have one um, coming up for October 3rd. October is when 3rd. the next one that we'll be doing is, yeah. Okay. Because we just did one last weekend. All right. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any thoughts on ever picking that up, or is it like uh, you don't want your business to get in the way of like – because you're, you're a family man. You're you a businessman. You're in school too. Yeah. Like you're a busy guy, right? <laughs> You've got yeah. lots of going on. Yeah. Um, is there room for you to start cooking more often, or do you think it would become problematic? I don't think it will become problematic. Um, I think there is room. I think that really it all depends on – I'm really good right now with uh, time management. Yeah. So uh, knowing knowing hours, really. So like, okay, so especially for the restaurant, I would say really after 6 p.m., you're, you're not really, it really doesn't make any sense, right? Like you have, like my, I would see it as like, you really have two rushes or two pushes, lunch rush, dinner rush, right? Like people want to eat on their lunch break. People want to get food as they're going home. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, you're not really getting many people coming in and that is valuable home time right, right. so like that quality for me, time exactly it's like where i would be like okay we, we shut it down i'm home with my family i'm doing my thing whether it's you know i'm putting my kids to bed and then i'm now doing schoolwork. yep right um during the day i mean with things being online now it makes it a little bit 
easier to be a little more mobile mm-hmm. um especially like i just connect i can connect on my phone i can connect my phone to my laptop um and then with my wife helping uh she can like you know i can still cook serve the food i can listen um but or i can do another option where i prepare the food um like season it do all that other stuff and then the only really thing that needs to be cooked is the chicken right because everything else is like kind of cooked in a pot or like mixed up in a bowl Mm -hmm. right so yeah i definitely think there's there's ways that can pick up did it uh cost you a lot of money to get started initially or like what 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 happened there no honestly it didn't really it didn't cost a lot to start off um and because like the program i'm taking in school is finance um (laughs) i learned that especially if you want to say like investing you don't really need a lot of money to invest right um so for us i started off buying a cutting board uh, a meat cleaver and tongs (laughs) everything else i pretty much had in my house right um and then chicken right so like i purchased the chicken outright and then as people come to pick up they pay um and then what i'm doing is any of the money that i receive i actually use it to buy stock within the like within really if you want to say the business so i buy the products that's needed the spices everything like that and then anything else is just kept aside to do that again right right so like realistically i i maybe spent let's say like 250 dollars and then i put that back right yeah it goes right almost right away yeah so that's that's what i do and i just keep it so that now i'm saving up so that we can either get either a restaurant or a food truck, either or, right? So that's exciting, man. Yeah, the one piece of chicken I had was real good. <laughs> I gotta thank you for bringing it, man. Tell oh, that no story. Problem, Tell no that problem. story. Uh, with the one piece? Yes. <laughs> so we tried out something new at home. Um, we made some jerk chicken sliders, um, and so we had some chicken. And uh, I I knew I was gonna come here today, and I was like, okay, I gotta get I gotta get Rick some chicken. So last night, I sent a picture to my wife showing her the jerk chicken slider. She was like, make me one. And I was like, no. So she got home and she made herself one. <laughs> so I thought she used all the chicken that was left. And uh, I got up this morning and I seen that there was one single piece of chicken that Bless was left her. in Bless the fridge. Her. So I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, she didn't use it. So I was like, I got to save this for Rick. So that's how that came about. That's how that came piece about. of chicken in your fridge with a sticky note saying Rick. Like, <laughs> I had that? to hide it. Who's there Rick? Was, <laughs> there was none because honestly, like the sticky notes, and someone would just took it and be like, "Oh, there's still chicken. I'm eating it." So I hid it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You had said before we were rolling about how uh, how your like motto at home with your kids is, you know, don't don't ask me if you want something. Get it. Get up. Go yeah. get it. Decide what you want. Go get it. But the rule you said, which was interesting to me, was. If there's only a little bit left, all I ask is that you finish it, yes. kill it. Yes. And that makes sense. That makes logical sense. But I think I grew up wanting to always need to save some of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was almost like I needed to save it in the fridge. The like I couldn't eat all of the thing. <laughs> yeah. So like I would make a conscious effort to take as much as I could and still leave a portion left. For later. But if my dad's like, hey, whatever you want to eat, you just eat it, but finish it. Yeah. Be like, yes. 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 I think for me, it's just because, oh, it's when you go in and, like, you get something and it's just, 
a little bit left and like I don't know it's like if you're looking forward to something and uh there's a small amount of it left and you really want like a bigger portion it was like why didn't you just finish it you should have just left you should have just you should have just ate it all then at least if I was disappointed it would have been like oh it's all gone not oh there's only like a half of a bite left <laughs> what can anyone do with half of a bite right Exactly. Although you know, to get like, if you if you just needed like a little bit, just to say, yeah, the chicken's good, the chicken's good. A little, I would have done with just a bite. You could have just left me a bite. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's COVID times. I'm not eating your yeah, exactly. bit ass chicken. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> right. So uh, that was good. I appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. What else do you have cooking on the stove? We have so we have the rice and peas, which I make completely from scratch. Okay. So all the seasoning is organic seasoning that we put in. So. We use green onions. We use regular white onions. We use garlic cloves. Um, Whole foods, man. Yeah, like uh, foods like kidney beans, um, and then obviously the rice, um, and then we use coconut cream in it, and it makes mm. it gives it like a nice little sweet like flavor and thyme. So we use like thyme leaves as well, um, our thyme stems, and like a little bit of like pimento seeds. Okay. And uh, it gives it like a really nice sweet flavor. Um, and the rice comes out fluffy and yeah, it's, it's really good. The only thing is with the rice is that it takes a long time because, rice. um, to boil down the peas, to get them to be soft, it takes about like two to three hours. Um, so I'll usually get that started like right in the morning, like early, like at seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning, we're turning on that pot. We're getting the, the peas boiled down. And then as soon as it's soft, we put the rice in and then when the rice is in, that's, that really takes no time crazy yeah. i was cooking rice the other day in the instant pot and i was like baby how long does brown rice take again and she's like look at the chart i'm like there's a chart <laughs> this is in the drawer That's i'm googling things every time <laughs> every time i go to cook something i google how long it takes in the instant pot and there's a chart That's she probably crazy. told me that there was a chart five different times and i'm like pretending you know anyway i look at it and she's like yeah oh wow look at this basmati rice four minutes this rice two minutes Brown rice, twenty-two minutes. I'm like, that's that's crazy. Like that's extreme. But <laughs> I guess I guess if you're dealing with brown rice, it takes a long time. It a, yeah, it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit. I would say that's actually pretty right too. Like in terms of when the rice is actually in the pot, it doesn't take like I would say because peas take so long, mm. or it doesn't take much longer. Like I'll turn the pot down, so it, I guess maybe takes a little bit, so that when I'm cooking the chicken. Like, I actually have a little bit of time to breathe. Right. So I'll, I'll turn it, like, low. So it takes, like, maybe, like, an hour to cook it so that as soon as the chicken's done, the rice is done, and we're literally, like, plating the rice and the chicken at the same time. You got all your timing figured out? Yeah. You're good with time. You're good with time. Try to be. <laughs> <laughs> what would uh, what would my household order from, like, your chicken place, man? Like, what, sell me on my order because it's just me and my wife. Yeah. And we like to have enough to eat for the meal, enough to pack away for the lunch the next day, maybe another meal on top of that, yeah. you know, max. So I would say either you guys can go with the half dinner, um, which is honestly, it'll probably, it's like two pieces, uh, like two quarter pieces, or what you guys could do is, I I do kind of like platter orders. Okay. Um, 
and that would be like a lot like so it'd be like five pieces of chicken rice and peas uh the coleslaw like you'll get the works and that will definitely last you guys like for your dinner your lunch and then probably like dinner again i like so i know i gave a half to my aunt um and she said that she had she made three meals out of it okay so yeah when i pack a lunch warren i pack a lunch man like I always put way too much food on the plate. Man, yeah. every time is giving me shit. Like, what, what? I don't eat like you. I don't eat like you. Half of that. So, so probably for you then, I would say like for sure you definitely want to get like a platter. A platter? Okay, yeah. so how much would a platter be? I run the platters for, um, so the five pieces, I do it for 40 right okay. um that's that's so reasonable warren uh, yeah that honestly, is so reasonable that's what that's what everyone says to me um because you're getting a decent amount of food too right yeah um it'll it'll last you it'll definitely last you um i just recently did uh, a platter for six people um we did it was 60 bucks we got six pieces of chicken six coleslaws rice and peas gravy like they got the works um but yeah man like it and it's a decent size like you get decent portions and we chop the rice up too i mean we chop sorry not the rice we chop up the chicken so we chop the chicken in either three or four pieces like within the end of like within the quarter we chop that up so you're getting like it you're getting a decent amount of food that's good yeah well i'm i'm probably gonna get one of those then man (laughs) yeah just let me know all right all right so okay island grill gta it's going well yes um, you are also busy in school right now. You're taking some finance, I understand. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, what are you hoping to achieve with that, man? What do you want to do? So with the finance, it's actually funny because I actually started taking the program because of my dad, um, because he has a restaurant business. So I wanted to help him kind of like understand his finances okay. um, and how to help him run his business. But um, since taking it, I've realized that it's really just needed for everyday life things. Um, so I was saying to you earlier before uh, we, we jumped on the podcast about uh, a business math class that I'm taking and how like the business math class, I was like wondering why I'm taking it because some of the things I'm learning, I'm like, I don't even understand how this has to do anything with business. Yeah. But um, it's an analysis class. So we're analyzing like everything. And uh, it's, it's funny because we're taking problems and kind of relating it to the real world. So we're coming up with an equation to solve a problem to get an answer. Um, And it's really kind of, I guess, really working. Um, And then the second reason is really, I just wanted to understand how money works, Mm. right? Like I didn't grow up with money. I didn't grow up learning about money. I knew nothing about finances. Um, It took me a very long time to even come to terms that I wasn't even the concept of money that I had wasn't even right. Yeah. Um, and I talked to you about that even like also before the podcast that, uh, you know, my wife and I, when we would talk about money, it would usually end up in like, we have to storm away from each other because, you know, someone's getting defensive. Someone's blaming someone for something. And we're just like, nah, 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 nah. And no one wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. And we just walk away and it's like, okay, so not productive. Exactly. Not at all. It's actually like counterproductive where, you know, you go back and it's just, not good right like my wife and i we've been together for 10 years now and uh trying to save and just i don't even want to say not being on the same wavelength but not understanding each other yeah um that's fair it's fair to say yeah like not understanding each other where we both have the same goals but the way that we want to do it are two different ways 
and we butt heads a lot but since taking this program um i've learned i want to say different ways to express myself and i said like you know the ways that i learned earlier were wrong i had to like basically unlearn that and then come back around um and i think the biggest thing that i learned is that people are afraid of finances right like people are afraid to look at their finances Mm -hmm. um and how i related it to my wife is my wife is someone who loves being healthy loves being in the gym and uh the way that i related finances to her was making a plan for healthy eating right so you you'll sit like you will make a plan you will you know you'll plan your meals your meal prep for the week right so you'll sit down you'll plan out what it is you're going to eat what you're going to cook you'll plan out what you're going to do in the gym for a goal right and i said well guess what finances is that same way right mm-hmm. you're planning out where basically where you want to be in terms of like if you want to say money wise or life wise or whatever whatever your goal is um that's what you're setting up for so you have to really take a look at what it is that you're doing to get there and how how to actually do that because exactly. you can't make giant quantum exactly. leaps without steps right exactly and i think that was the biggest thing was where we sat down it was we sat down in multiple like occasions so we sat down first and we're like okay what what are what are our goals what do we want to what do you want what do you want what do i want exactly yeah exactly and then kind of like seeing where we paired up and then but also recognizing that you know like we each have individual goals that we still want to reach right Mm -hmm. so after doing that then we looked at like kind of like making a plan to help us get there but we didn't do it all in one sitting no, we didn't do that's it. That's a like, lot. Exactly. That's like a seven-hour conference. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So we broke it up, and I think since then it's been rolling. And I, I was telling you a story about my kids and how like I was out. Um, I had a, a check presentation that what happening for the youth stuff that we do, and uh, I got back home, and uh, my my wife was like saying to me like, to, well to the kids like tell your dad what you, what you guys were talking about, and so my son was like oh you know I said that you have enough money to buy us McDonald's every single day. And then my daughter was like, yeah, but he doesn't want to spend his money on stupidness. And then my youngest son was like, yeah, like he wants to save some of his money, right? He's like, he could, but he doesn't want to because he wants to save his money. And I was like happy because like, you know, like at least my kids are seeing and like, I'm trying to teach these guys, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's good like to be able to have like things and you, you can want them and purchase them. But like, at some point, you have to not spend everything you have. No. Right? And it's, it's not all about the things, right? Exactly. You know, the things that you really want and that are worth it. Exactly. You're willing to save for and get the right way. Exactly. Right? So I was I was, I was, was really happy to, uh, to hear that. Yeah, that would make any dad smile, I think, man. Yeah. Just knowing, like, because you do so much talking to your kids, talking at your kids. I'm sure, like, you know, I don't have kids, but... I'm sure you say all kinds of shit. You're like, is anyone is any is anyone even listening to me? Yeah. Can you yeah. just put your hand up? You can hear my voice. <laughs> yes. And you wonder if anything is getting in there and sticking. Yeah. But like when you hear them independently, organically having their own yes. conversation about finances and about how smart you are and why you're doing it the right way, that's great. Yeah. I remember a neighbor that lived next door to me at my family house. And uh, my dad had an 86 Camaro at the time. And I think I was just like, you know, a little white boy in Oshawa. Like, my dad's got a Camaro. I love Camaros. You know? Camaros! (laughs) And her family had a station wagon. You know, the wooden panel Mm -hmm. and all that. 
and you know how kids are you rip on each other right so i i think i said something like you know your card go faster if you guys would just take it out of the box (laughs) like shit like that right (laughs) just slaps you know just cuts but she was very serious then like Mm -hmm. i was kind of expecting like something to come back my way that was like and she said something that like cut me and I, i remember it to this day she's like well my family doesn't feel the need to spend all of their money on having a cool car Mm. I was like, oof. And we were like 12, Mm -hmm. so I was old enough to get it. And I was like, shit. Like, you know, you can feel the tide shift. You're like, I'm in the wrong. I got to get out of here. And she moved not long after that. But, uh, you know, probably because, like, you know, the neighbor's kids making fun of the damn car and being a punk. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, yeah, like, that stuck with me. You know, I remember that conversation. Yeah. And that's true wisdom. When a kid can say that and mean it, you know? It is. As a teacher, you're like, check, check, check. Yep. Oh, you 100%. are college, university. Yep. You could teach those things. Yeah. You might be prime minister, kid. We don't even know. <laughs> we don't even know. Yeah. 100%. Oh, that's, 100%. That's got to warm the heart. Oh, no, I definitely did. And honestly, like I said, like, for me, it's just, I, again, I didn't, I never learned anything about financing and saving money and different things like that so like trying to get it so my kids can understand it is uh i I love it yeah (laughs) definitely love it do you feel like your kids appreciate you oh yeah 100 percent. i think that uh because they see me do so much um you are a doer my friend you are a doer i think they definitely appreciate me and uh one of the things i was actually talking to my wife about yesterday was uh the program I'm in is not is not a cakewalk. So like the college portion, I'm not gonna lie. Like the college portion is like, yeah, it's like, I my average right now is probably like mm, I don't know high 80s, okay. probably like low 90s. Yeah, you're doing your thing. Um, yeah, right. But like the the university portion of it is uh, is daunting, and I'm like looking at numbers and things that and formulas that I haven't seen since high school, and I'm like, oh my. God. Head spinning. Yeah, and like literally like having to like, okay, back up and reread and you know, but I, what I said is if anything, what I want is I want to make sure that my kids know that although it's challenging, I pushed through it and I did it. I never stopped. I didn't give up. Right? And because I'm always telling them don't just because it gets too hard, don't stop. That's keep when you going. keep going because exactly. you're almost there. Exactly. Yeah, you got hit with the next problem. Exactly. Once you solve it, yep. a new level opens up. Exactly. So that's what I think uh, they see. They definitely see. You know, they'll, they they get excited when people come to the house. They're like, oh, is that a, is that a customer? Right? Or like, oh, do you have to go to, do you have to school work? Or do you have to go to work? So they, they see the different things that I'm doing. Um, and I think they definitely appreciate it. Well, I saw you interact with me like when you were coming to my old school with the basketball team were you coaching that team or were you just there supporting no, your son just, i was just there for my son that's great yeah so i mean even that is just so cool it's nice that he gets to see you doing that yeah so you you dropped this check presentation please tell me about that yes. i didn't want to i was like warren we got to save it for the podcast <laughs> and here we are in the podcast and tell me about this check all right so uh basically um i think i was saying it from before uh the the other podcast that i was in um because of the whole like black lives matter movement um i was approached by um pathwise credit union uh they wanted to help out the community Can you say that again what's it called pathwise credit union pathwise credit yeah yeah okay. so they're in oshawa um and uh honestly they've been really great to me 
um, when I approach when when they approached me and when they spoke to me, um, they talked about you know what what do I want from them, and I told them I said look like I don't want much. What I want is presence in the community. I would rather you guys you know like either offer some financial literacy or you know help the kids in the south end because a lot of people expect them to go to like go to places but they don't go in to the south right so uh anyways we we talked we we ran up like three different programs and then they said that they were going to be willing to donate um fifteen hundred dollars for um a program or like a camp or something so next saturday we're actually i'm taking um a couple kids to like a leadership day where they're gonna like we're gonna go over some leadership skills they're gonna have an opportunity to like play and do some activities um all social distance of course Mm -hmm. um and so they they wanted to present the check to us today so i brought one of the kids that um i do some work with and uh we came and they presented us with a check for twenty two hundred dollars um and they're gonna cover the cost of the camp they're gonna cover a cost of sweaters. They're gonna cover the cost of masks, um, and then they also are gonna be giving each kid that comes out um, a little gift bag. I don't know what's in the gift bag, right? Um, but they're gonna be giving gift bags, and then they're also gonna, they're gonna be giving each kid twenty five dollars to start a savings account uh, with them. So that's amazing because yeah. that's them plugging their own business and putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah. They found someone that's active in the community, and damn, like. I don't know what the gift is though. I want to know what the gift is though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you find <laughs> we'll out. We'll find out. We'll you text find me. Out. You text yeah. me. I gotta I'll, know. I'll text you as soon as I find out. Um, we'll find out like really the day of the camp. So they're 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 really invested, and that's what I really like. Um, they're actually gonna send a representative to the to the day um, to come out and kind of like meet some of the youth because that's that was that was actually the biggest ask that I had was to create a relationship with the community. Um, that's what's missing. That is that that is missing. That's what's missing. Right? People are afraid to go to the tough areas because yep. they're tough, yep. right? And you can't be, you can't just be anybody, mm-hmm. right? So you need someone that will vouch, and that's you. You get to vouch for them, and then they need to show up and yeah. do their part yep. and not be afraid of, because yep. there's there's probably going to be kids are going to test. You know, kids are going to you yeah. know. Yep. Yeah, they will. You, you they know will. what it is. They They're will. going to. Yeah, of course. they definitely. Yeah, will. especially if there's a camera nearby, someone's yeah. gonna try something, and that's where that like community piece comes from. Yeah. You, know, you got to be connected and, and see it and interact with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you made that stipulation that they show up because it's got to feel good on their end too. You don't just want to write checks to people. That doesn't actually make you feel better. That's not really making you feel the difference. Exactly. You know. And like for me, like the one thing that I did tell them too, because. Like and their CEO is pretty young, right? Like their CEO, I, he's like I don't know, maybe mid thirties. Okay. Um, and uh, I requested even like you know when they show up, dress down, don't dress in suits. Yeah. The kids don't care. The kids really don't care about your. They're title. judging you too. Exactly. Like, like they don't care, right? You make yourself a target exactly. if you dress the wrong way. So as long as they know that they can either somewhat relate or you know at least have a conversation, you're approachable. Yep. Then that's way better than you know kind of just showing up just as a representative that's right right so i think that's a mistake politicians make sometimes and they go somewhere and they they want to continue to be themselves but i'm not saying you know someone should show up and be someone different but if you want to be accepted and understood you got to go native yeah. right like you got to you got to address as the people are yeah. you got to get in there and interact hopefully yeah. you're reading situations and acting accordingly you can't yeah. walk in there with like you know i'm i'm going to be like this exactly like, you, you got to go in there and see what the flow exactly. is 
and that's something that I had said in uh, where in a long time ago I said uh, uh, someone asked me you know like what can people do if they want to like you know help out the community so the first thing they need to be is genuine mm-hmm. like they need to actually want to be there and want to actually help out because if not people will see right through it mm-hmm. right they'll see right through it and they'll have nothing to do with you so it's true yeah South Oshawa man like I've said it before on the podcast I'll say it again they don't let you in easily no but when you're in you're, you're in. in for life yep. and they'll do they'll do unspeakable things for you yeah. if you need that happen yeah. you know yeah I, <laughs> I know some kids that will hurt some people right now <laughs> if I needed them to exactly right yeah like I know and I know like even for like I said the last time like I have kids that check up on me and make sure I'm okay yeah. right and be like you know is there anything you need I'm like no 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 I'm, I'm alright right but uh and also, like, I'll tell you the joke, too. Like, I had one of the kids send me an accidental text, but it was still funny, right? It was saying, like, I need toilet paper, <laughs> right? But still, like, and I said, you know, if you really need toilet paper, like, I got you, yeah, right? But uh, he's like, no, 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 like, I meant to send it to someone else, but, you know? But either way, though, like, to be able to realize that they even have someone, you know, that, like, it's accidental. They don't really need to be that embarrassed by it. It's, like, it's, it's fun. Um yeah you're plugged in you're not going anywhere (laughs) you're not going anywhere even if i wanted to i wouldn't right so that's a very specific request but i do have toilet paper for you (laughs) how many rolls do you need exactly exactly. where are you right now are you stuck (laughs) exactly (laughs) how much battery is left on your phone right how much time do i have (laughs) so but yeah man like it's yeah i really i think uh very fortunate to come across uh pathwise because they are for the community 100 percent. that's fantastic yeah um oshawa got hit hard with covid and i think the battle has waged out of control a little bit mike mutimer was on an episode with me once Mm -hmm. we were talking about um the mayor you know his his strategy for dealing with uh all of the the homelessness Mm -hmm. you know hanging out in memorial park is that memorial park memorial park Yeah, yeah 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 so like it was getting out of control, mm-hmm. and they hired this security firm. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I don't know what's happened with it. I gotta, you know, get back in the game. Um, I haven't, I, I haven't seen or heard too much after that. Um, I can tell you, I drove by Memorial Park today, and I didn't really see anyone there, so I don't. Okay. I don't right. know what's going on yeah, what's there. What's going on? Yeah. The sad thing is, like, there's a homelessness problem. And they have to go somewhere. They do. They have do. To go they have to go somewhere. And yeah. I was fortunate to be nearby. One, like you know, I I want to put it in air quotes, but I think at some point it needs to be just like an accepted term, but like a tent city mm-hmm. on the other side of the creek, away from our school there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was all that negative, to be honest. Like it didn't really bleed over into our school culture mm-hmm. in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you know, going along the the path there, you know, Mm -hmm. they might interact with the kids once. I remember some kid threw a shoe over the fence. (laughs) Some kid threw a shoe. Some guy on an ATV goes by on the waterfront trail. I don't think you're supposed to be on the ATV. No, definitely not. And kid took his own shoe and threw it over the fence of this guy. And he, like, stopped and got off. He was yelling at the kids, threw the shoe back over. It was like, (laughs) like, I'm mad that I'm on yard duty. And, like, you got kids throwing shoes at civilians, but, like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Maybe you should be on your ATV. <laughs> exactly, right? An eight-year-old kid sorted you out with a left foot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hilarious. funny. Yeah. Honestly, I think, for the most part, they want to go undetected, right? Um, 
I don't think that people who are facing that issue want to feel like they're bothering anyone. Um, I did a couple shifts at a, at a homeless shelter at Cornerstone, actually. Where is that? And, I don't uh, know where that is. Sorry. It's uh, right downtown Oshawa. It's literally okay. like almost across the street from Memorial Park. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, honestly, some probably the nicest people that just some I didn't talk to all, but some that just go through some unfortunate events. Right. Um, and I think that instead of because I'm not going to lie, even where I live right now, um, I know that we had some people who were living in like the forest area and uh, I mean the only thing that I can tell is because there would be like garbage mm. but like would I ever see anyone no I wouldn't see anyone I think that they really try and you know like kind of keep to themselves and blend in like blend, you said yeah, not exactly, bother people not bother right um, because there's always a fear that whoever whatever authority is going to come in and dismantle their home yeah and then they don't know where they're going right so i think life i don't remember what the acronym stands for but it's it's this group that's often doing work in memorial park area mm-hmm. you know they're giving out free meals mm-hmm. and clothes and stuff i think that they got like shut down mm-hmm. like someone had them removed from i, from memorial I heard park. that too yeah i heard that too like i don't understand that warren like that doesn't make sense to me. You have this organization doing goodness out of the goodness of their hearts, I guess. Mm. And they're relying on volunteers and donations and things like that. Just doing good work to help people that need help. I don't know why you need to shut that shit down. Yeah, What's the I, point of that? I have no idea. I know when I was reading, they said because something like permit-wise or whatnot. But like, okay, to me, on. that's pointless. Like, that's you know what bullshit. I mean? Like, exactly, that's a exactly. smoke screen. And that, that's, honestly, that's just like if you want to call it like legal jargon to get them out right because at the end of the day like you're still helping people that need help right and uh to shut it down the way that it was mm, i don't i don't i don't agree with it (laughs) i don't i don't agree with it i hope life is just back in their corner figuring out a plan Mm -hmm. getting permits doing it legit because people that want to do things for like genuine reasons like you say to use genuine they will just find a way to get it done you're gonna put an obstacle in their face fine fine i'm not happy i got this to do now i was already doing this and that fine but they'll find a way to do it yeah and it'll be harder i just hope people are paying attention you know i hope people see it yeah 100 percent what else uh, are you looking to do for your community? As if I can ask more of you, Warren. <laughs> as if there's more to be asked. Do you got any other plans that you want to say before we finish off? Um, honestly, I think the 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 plan that I'm working on right now is, especially with the whole like my whole finance piece, like, um, learning finance, is I want to be able to extend that to the to people living really in the south end once I like learn more about it and finish. Um, I want to be able to help people overcome uh, some of the situations that they're in um, because I've done it with my own life and it's like small changes. It's not even like anything major. The small changes mm-hmm. um, can help go a long way. Um, and I really feel that people, I don't want to say people in the South are forgotten, but like I think people expect people in the South to... Um, find it themselves right i mean like pull yourself up by your bootstraps young man it's not that hard i know someone that did it 
Exactly. And I think that, and honestly, like, the world that I'm being exposed to is, it's funny because everyone is told to use resources, right? But they're being led to those resources. Um, and the people, I, at least I find in, in the South, maybe not be led to those resources. They may be told, mm-hmm. right? But, like, there's no way of, like, making sure that they're actually getting there. Right. Um, whereas you would make sure, like, I, I guess in terms of, like, the financial world, people are making sure, like, students and different things like that or like, you have this resource, we're going to make sure that you use it. Yeah. Right? And I want to make sure that we have the same for the self. So I think that would be, like, my next initiative is kind of tackling the financial literacy kind of piece and understanding piece of it. I think I think you got to tie in nutrition, too. Oh, 100%. Because nutrition and finances are so linked, right? Like, 100%. usually someone whose finances are fucked, their food is fucked. Yeah, Because they do the quick, 100%. you know, all those nasty carbs that just... Uh, yeah quick rush everything's cheap yeah yeah well yeah and you know it's actually perfect that you kind of said that as uh i actually have one of my friends a really good friend who uh who is all about healthy and urban farming and like knowing where your food comes from and growing your food yourself and uh he's really involved in the community um and he's trying his best right now to give people like you know kind of like good food boxes okay um to help kind of and like teach them different things um and then also, uh, I would love to connect with uh, We Grow Food because We Grow Foods in the South End too, um, and they do a lot of good things. They have a garden actually right by uh, right by Glen Street. Okay. Yeah, they have a garden by like Cadova Park. No way. Um, yeah, and they they do a big harvest every year, uh, where they like have a lot of volunteers come. They bring everything in and they give the food away for free. It's uh, honestly, a community event. Really, yeah, it's a really good thing. But uh, even still, though, like getting the word out even more of these these two organizations that are doing real good things with healthy food, right? So that people know more about it. So you gotta help me get links so I can put them in the oh yeah in for, for sure. people if they wanted to for check sure. them out and do more of that. Definitely do. Thanks, that for man. You. Yeah, yeah. I think nutrition's just so important, and you know, like. South Oshawa folk, I, don't, I know we're overgeneralizing, but like usually the struggle's hard enough that you're not living like a lavish life and mm-hmm. trying a bunch of new things. Because mm-hmm. when money isn't right, you can't you can't take risks yeah, on whether something's going to work or not, yep. or if you're going to like it or not. So yep. you stick to what you know because it's predictable, and you need things to be predictable. Yep. That's what everybody wants when you like. You want to really, know. If you boil exactly. it down to it, like everyone wants to be able to predict what's up. Yep. And, you know, that's just the priority. But I went to university, man, and my roommate came back from the grocery store, and she had an avocado. Mm-hmm. I had never fucking seen one of those in my life, Warren. I didn't oh, know yeah. what it was. She's holding it, and I was like, what is that? That's bad. You know that that's bad, right? What is that? She's like, it's an avocado. I'm like, stop saying funny words, man. <laughs> what the hell are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. She's like, no, like, it's... It's, it's, you know, guacamole. I'm like, stop it. You're being ridiculous now. That's the made up word. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, no. It's, uh. She's like, no, it's, this is a thing. And like, she had to show me what it was. Yeah. Like, I was like, saying, your apple's real bad, you know? And I just didn't know what it was. But she had just lived a little differently than I did, you know? I don't want to say a little more privileged or whatever, but just a little differently, yeah. you know? Like, just a little bit differently. And she had this knowledge of this food that was so foreign to me that i'm like making fun of it because i don't know what it is right yeah and i think when i when i taught in oshawa i tried to 
bring foods in to expand the kids mm-hmm. bubble right mm-hmm. like we tried all kinds of stuff man i i had them eating uh you know quinoa i had them try um uh, what's lupini beans? Yeah, yeah. Lupini's so good, man. Oh yeah. Have you heard of lupini? I don't, I've heard of it. I've, I don't think I've, I've eaten it before. It's like all protein. It's it's all protein, and it's uh, you know they're they're like wet. They can soak up like whatever. Like oh yeah. So I eat spicy pickles, mm-hmm. and then when I'm done with the pickles, I keep the the brine, and I just dump all the lupini in there. So Sweet. I'm I'm eating those. They taste like the pickles. Yeah. But like tofu. Yeah, yeah brought some tofu in that's amazing and the kids are trying it mm-hmm. and I, I always just started off with like do you trust me mm-hmm. and like yes i'm like do you think i would give you something that would be terrible and I'm like well no i'm like okay well then just shut up and eat it yeah you know here it comes yeah. open the hatch yeah. here, here we go yeah and almost every kid enjoyed almost everything and that's good yeah i mean for sure, and it leads to all kinds of interesting, you know, discussion questions yeah. like, "What is tofu?" And I'm like, "That's a great question. I don't know. Let's, I think it's Let's beans. Something to do with beans. I don't know." Yeah. And then you know we're learning together, yeah. but it's uh, maybe those kids will have some say in their house about what they eat at some point. You know, they're not at eight years old, but maybe they'll get older and take on some of that responsibility yeah. and open the bubble a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah. Well, let's say honestly, like, food is an adventure right so i mean you can learn so much just through food just through eating different things and trying new things and yeah there's so that yeah there's so much around food and nutrition and health and yeah yeah it's crazy because like we both went to the same school like my lunch was not good man i'd go to the cafeteria i'd get like a shitty burger some fries and then whatever change i go over to the vending machines <laughs> yeah i get a bag of miss vicky's and a coke no. Yup. And my thing was Star. I meant the Skittles. Oh, the Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> yeah, you were saying you're a candy fiend. Yeah, yeah. And we would just eat it, man. We would just eat it, and like we. I don't know about you. I thought it was cool to sit down with a bag of chips and a pop and be like, "Yeah, this is my lunch, and it's all I need." Yeah. And it was like, that's so stupid. Right. So like, unhealthy. Yeah. I used to just the cookies were my thing. Yeah. Right, those big cookies. They, the big cookies, yeah. and they were warm because they yeah, bake them in the morning. Exactly. You'd have to get them in the morning yep. before, like, before first period's yeah, before over. Before first period, yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> I love GL, man. I love GL. Oh, it's not much has changed. You know, next year, twenty twenty one, will be my twenty years since I graduated high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. When did I graduate? Oh, I graduated. Yeah. So a year. Oh, three probably. Oh. I graduated O2. Oh, the double cohort. Yeah. That's what it is. There's yeah. two years between us, but they you got rid OAC. of OAC. Yeah, you That's OAC. right. And you were the yeah. first crew that didn't need to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Good times, man. <laughs> Warren, uh, I got to say thanks for hanging out in my backyard, report, recording yeah, a man. podcast with me, bringing me some chicken, <laughs> telling me about what's cooking with your life. Yeah, man. I'm loving it, man. I'm happy. Thank you for having me, man. It was honestly, it was great to even catch up even more. Seriously. Right, so we gotta uh, do this more often. I, I, I would like that. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. It's Rick's podcast.